Just like that, the final hour is here on this Monday edition. Hutton Withrow, Hot Mike, across the Outkick Network. We've got uh, plenty to get into over the next hour. Headlines coming up, plus uh, Rich Rubin with coverage from On3 and the University of Southern Cal. They land the player, albeit a four-star, the player for college hoops for one year in Bronny James. And Chad, I'm interested from this angle. I know it's a Nike school. That's really what it comes down to, right? But he's but in, he had a number of Nike schools right. to, to pick from. Ohio State and Oregon were others. But he is now the talk of L.A. from the college angle. They land a couple of other big-time recruits within the same week. And it's USC, not UCLA basketball that everyone's going to be talking about. Yeah. I, <laughs> that one year, that's the impact for USC to me. It's the one year, and the, the, the brand of LeBron is not with UCLA. It's with USC. Yeah, and going with Andy Enfield over Mike Krzyzewski. I'm sorry, not Mike Krzyzewski. John Shire. John Shire. In that brand. Yeah. But the other names that were out there and programs he could have gone to, established brands, programs like Duke with John Shire. But he said he, And the Coach K influence, but... Staying home yeah. in L.A., it just it strikes me as this is sort of the G League move. Well, but he, dis- he decided against that. There, was, there were rumors that he was going to ignite to that team and then yeah. chose to go for one year in college, presumably. Well, because- I don't want to disparage USC basketball, but they don't have a ton of success. So it, it's, it's, you stay home. You're coddled a little bit, right? I'm not saying it's I the mean, wrong decision. Either way, he's Does going to the league. Does it not, though, strike you as this is the college equivalent of going to the G League? But it is a one-year bridge. I don't know if there's a lose situation Where you situation get to stay home him, and, and play there. Right. There, he's not yeah. losing in any choice. But he did – I mean, he said that it came down to Oregon, Ohio State, and USC. And he stays in L.A., got the Nike brand. He, the announcement I thought was great right before they tip off against the Warriors in Game 3. And he's got his high school uniform on, which is iconic with LeBron as well, back in Ohio. And you've got, here's Bronny in the USC locker room wearing the high school jersey. I thought it was perfect with the, with the Instagram post. It wasn't over the top. And I guess I expected it would be. It was not. No, and it's... It, it was, I, I, it was could, also, I could have seen him announce it in a Nike commercial during the NBA Finals, is my point. Yeah, I mean, he and look, he, he needs to be about branding, right? I mean, he's LeBron James' son, who's a five-star prospect. So, I, I'm all for him doing that. Interesting that LeBron, he was asked about, oh, you know, your plan is to play with him yeah. at some point. He had a, a very interesting comment to that. He said, well, I don't know what he wants. That's my vision. I don't know that that's his vision. Well, he may not. Is to play with his dad, which I found interesting. Yeah, but he knows. Well, the other thing, too, is like he can't dictate where he goes and where he's drafted to, ultimately. Yeah. But he can dictate a trade whenever he owns the team in Vegas. So while he may not play with his son, he could own the team that his son plays for, hypothetically. His his dad, though, hypothetically, could cause the Lakers to overdraft whenever they draft him. Or any team that's recruiting LeBron. I, I don't. I say that because I don't think that the 11th ranked recruit, yeah. in the country, is going to be worthy of a first round pick. So, unless he blows up this year, which is possible, 
he may not he may be there at the end of the first it's round. It's a great point. For the Lakers. So if you're LeBron James, oh. do you have the clout to say, I don't care what the projection is? I don't care if you like this guy. We're drafting second to last but if in you're the, the first Detroit round. Pistons, you're gonna pass on James? You see what I'm, what I'm saying? Too. I think a number of teams might. Point being, let's say that he's even a borderline pick after one okay. year in the draft. Okay. The Lakers will draft him in the first round. I that, know, is, that is my guess as to what happens. And we'll ask this too coming up, but just bottom line estimation for what he's going to make in this one year at USC. It's he's, hard, already got, it's, he's already got the Nike deal. Yeah, he's going to make all the money from Nike. I don't think USC is going to pay him much. I think it's going to be mainly Nike. It's sort of the Arch Manning thing, who by all accounts is not making a dime. Because in NIL. His, well, because his family won't let him. That until was, he's a starter. Until he, yeah, until he plays. Which is smart. But also, they have money. You know, he's going to be fine either way. And they know that. They know he's probably going to be an NFL quarterback, so why rush it? I respect that. LeBron I, James in the same situation with his son. Well, and LeBron, let's also say this, Chad. The comments were, oh, you know, he's going to end up being the first, he's the first kid of the James family to go to college. And he's like, I can't vouch for my great-grandparents, but I, can certainly, I certainly know no one has gone to college. His mom didn't go to college. Of course, he did not go to college. It's one year, and he, it, I get it. But I do like the fact that he's in the college hoops circuit and not this G League element to it. I, I would have been terribly disappointed if he too. went G League. And did, we didn't get to see him in college basketball yeah. for at least a year. And I hope USC makes the NCAA tournament. Well, and we get to watch LeBron James' son in the this, NCAA tournament at least once. And, and final thought on this, and then we'll, we'll dive into uh, on three guests coming up in 15 minutes on this with uh, Rich Rubin. LeBron then also added, he's there for basketball. <laughs> he acknowledged, he's like, look, I don't want to be the butt of the joke here. Uh, and I'm reading in between the lines of what he's meaning by saying this. He's not saying like, oh, he's going to get his degree. I mean, he always can, and I hope he does. But if he doesn't, He's there for basketball. And that's the, I mean, that's just a different tenor that we're in, the world yeah, we're in. Yeah, I mean, he didn't go there to play school. He went there to play small forward. Chad, the NBA, believe it or not, is actually playing the sport instead of talking about the political game off of it, off the court. And I am in on these postseason games. There's not a bad series right now. I realize game to game with LA and, and Golden State have been blowouts. 30-point blowouts. Losing by 30, winning by 30. But, I mean, count me in. As long as they're going to focus on the, the drama and the, the debate and the hot takes are going to be about what happened on the floor or the baseline or a, a player getting into it with a fan or whether or not this guy should be ejected for a crotch shot. What, did he mean to do it? Did he not? Uh, trash talk is backed up or it's not. That is more basketball-related than anything the NBA has been about in the last decade. And they should benefit. I hope they look at the numbers and realize if they just stay down this path, and I don't trust them to, by the way. I think they just won't be able to help themselves. And, you know, I'll have to come in here tomorrow and mention something, you know, about a press conference that, you know, Steve Kerr's having or whatever. But I, I hope they stick to what is working so well with the element of their sport, which is postseason play, and it's the average casual fan of the NBA that loves college basketball. Chad and I are prime examples. I would say, wake me up when the conference finals begin. That's not the case this year, 
And if they continue down this path, it's not going to be the case moving forward for me. They've got to figure out the regular season. But the playoffs this year have been very compelling, filled with storylines where normally you and I would overlook the headlines of the sport because it's not about the sport. It's about the individual brand postgame uh, thumping, you know, the Malcolm X book on page two, acting like this is being read. And all, all that actually is being read is a three-sentence tweet on a nightly basis. I, I get so tired of hearing about how this is bigger than the sport or this is something that's bigger. Yeah. No. Not everything It's is. not. And I'm watching these playoffs and I'm thinking, this is so great that I'm seeing so much energy expended and so much great play that I'm watching the players in the court in the NBA playoffs and thinking, they don't have time or energy to worry about anything else other than trying to get a hand in Clay Thompson's face yep. to not hit another three. This is terrific. This is what you want at the highest level of sport. We're getting it now, the NBA playoffs. Not a platform for anything else other than the basketball in the NBA. It's been fantastic to watch. I, I, I've loved it. And I think more of this is only going to help grow the sport and be better for everything. And Hutton, I'm watching these playoffs, and I'm, I'm thinking along the same lines as you that – if it's more about these players being so great, and they are, yeah. some of these shots that you see that hit routinely in these games, incredible. This is only going to get better and better. Are we being robbed, though, witnessing Lakers-Warriors in round two and not later in the playoffs? I don't think so if these series can only produce more drama and better series even in the future, whether it be Suns or whoever wins on the other side. Well, let me add this in. So, you, Jokic was a big talking point, right, with Embiid. It was, it, oh, is, it, is he going to win the MVP because he's white or the, play, the, the voters aren't going to vote because the other players are not white? And, of course, Embiid ends up winning the MVP, getting nearly all of the possible first place. What, 63 of the 70 first place votes went his way? And rightfully so. Great player. He's runner-up the last two years prior to this season. I'm watching Jokic last night, man. That dude, I don't think he's actually traveling on every play. I really don't. It appear, He makes it look like he takes three steps because of the stride length and because he's so smooth with the dribble. In bet- He's massive, but he can make himself small in the paint, and it's crazy. And I, I like the fact that you've got Jokic, whatever happened in the second quarter with him and the Suns owner and Ishbia saying, hey, it, the league shouldn't fine him. They shouldn't suspend him. I love that. Series tied 2-2. That was a series that was 2-0 going back to Phoenix. Chad called it, and I said, well, Chris Paul's out there, done. No. And now we're actually tuning in to the number one overall seed in Denver where no one was talking about the Nuggets because while they're good, they're boring. And now they're not boring. They've got a little attitude to them. They've got a swag. They have the top player in the league, and they have – a tied series where it's intriguing because Durant's on the other team. And we're that that's what that's what I guess I'm going back to. Durant is involved in a series that we didn't mention last week. And we're still saying that the, the playoffs have been compelling. Yeah, and it's all about Devin Booker, not his teammate. You're right. And not him versus Jokic and what he's been able to do. His game is so unique and it's so odd to watch. And I think that's part of the appeal of Jokic. It's so different. The guy hits threes, but his shot is a little bit awkward and takes a long time to get off. He hits those crazy floaters 
that looked to be really difficult, but he makes look so simple. Great passer. A lot of fun to watch. I watched Joel Embiid struggle late in the game yesterday against the Celtics. And then watching Jokic, it was a different story in that game. Granted, that was one game versus one game. But Jokic is so unique in his game, it is a lot of fun to watch. We tune into Inside the NBA with Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith and Shaq and those guys, typically just to see what they're going to say about whatever's going on or them just busting on each other and being crazy. I'm tuning in now because I actually want to see them talk about these games. Yeah. Because something crazy is happening in all these games where it warrants me tuning in to hear their reaction and see what they have to say. That's a nice change for the league where it's not just about those guys crushing Kenny Smith for being uh, photographed by TMZ with his Instagram model girlfriend. And it's about let's talk about Matt Ishbia, the owner of the Suns, getting into an altercation with Jokic, who won the MVP the last two years. It's fun. It's fun, and the reaction to it has been fun to watch also. I've been blown away so far. Chad, uh, so accusations of tampering and the insinuation of Jim Irsay pointing at the Washington Commanders where in the same offseason where they trade Carson Wentz from Indy to Washington. Irsay and uh, Dockage hit on this this morning on Don't At Me with Dan Dockage, 9 a.m. Eastern here on the network for OutKick that this stems back to the tampering of Andrew Luck during a retirement of last year, 2022. And my theory on this, and and see if you agree, Andrew Luck retired. Had he had any interest in coming out of retirement, do you think Washington would have tried to trade for the rights of Andrew Luck instead of Carson Wentz? And they still went through the same organization, but they went to Luck first to figure out, hey, are you missing football at all? Because if you are, let's let's trade for you and not Wentz and not have to pick up his contract. We'll actually pick up and sign a contract for a winner and pay the price. I think that's what may have been going on. But ultimately, they still did business with the Colts regardless. And Ursay, I think, is simply saying, hey, Dan Snyder, good riddance. And we can't wait for everything to be final when the vote comes in for the new ownership group. Yeah, it's, this is one that the rest of the league is so ready to be over with, is whatever's going on with the commanders and getting to the next ownership group. Hutton, we're going to talk about this in the next segment, but Bob Huggins, it, my guess is, has coached for the final time based on a radio interview he did today in Cincinnati. We'll have that story for you coming up. Yeah, we'll have that. Plus, Rich Ruman joins us from Los Angeles to discuss Bronny James and the massive decision that was made over the weekend that LeBron's son is playing for USC. That's next on Hot Mike. That's some breaking news in college basketball where West Virginia Mountaineers basketball coach Bob Huggins used a homophobic slur live on a radio show in Cincinnati and then doubled down on it based on the audio we listened to during the break. Yeah, we'll discuss not, not just the homophobic slur, but also uh, called out a religion before well, saying yeah. that twice. Um, I've long been a big Bob Huggins fan. And I'm here to tell you, he will be gone by the time the sun goes down. 
in Nashville is my guess. And he's referring he'll to be fired Xavier quickly. fans. Yes. Uh, in this audio. We'll, we'll fully get into it here momentarily. And we've, Davey and others are listening to it currently, so we'll, we'll certainly uh, dive into it in just a moment. Um, but pleased to be joined by Rich Rubin on three sports is where you can find him. And he's been busy over the weekend. Rich, great to have you on the show, man. Uh, for the quick hitter here as we chat, we're discussing Bronny James to USC. Are you surprised that it's USC over Oregon or Ohio state? You know, the rumors have been floating around for so long. I don't think anybody knew what was going to happen. Uh, but um, I, I think in the last couple of weeks, there were definite rumors that it was going to be USC, assuming he went to college. And uh, SC definitely has a need in the backcourt. Yeah, and what, what is uh, USC's tie to LeBron James? Is there one, or was this just, hey, I get to stay home and I like what the program has to offer? Yeah, I think it's the latter. I don't think there's any tie with LeBron. Um, I My guess is that, that Bronny saw the opportunity. Um, I don't think he's going to start, um, but I think he is going to play pretty decent minutes. How good is this USC team that's coming back? I think it'll be a crime if we don't get to see Bronny James. If it is just one year in college, participate in the NCAA <laughs> tournament. What do you think about this team that USC has coming back? I think it's going to be a pretty good team. I think um, the conference is not going to be very strong. UCLA and Arizona lost a lot of players. And um, SC's recruiting class, you may or may not know, is good. Uh, they have the number one player in the country in Isaiah Collier, who I'm sure will be the starting point guard, and uh, another very good big. And their best player from last year surprisingly returned. He was an all-conference player. Uh, he played some point guard last year, Boogie Ellis. Um, so with Ellis back um, and uh, Collier in the backcourt, along with uh, there'll be a junior who started all of last year and had a good year, those three are going to be the three backcourt players, I think, and Bronny will be the first first guard off the bench. Rich Rubin. I, I think it's a good team. On threes, we are SC basketball rider. They've got to cash in. I know it, James is going to cash in. Bronny James is going to cash in. USC's got to cash in on the fact they've got Bronny James for a year. Um, is, are, are they set up to do that, Rich? I, I think so. Um, you know, it, it, it really is interesting. Collier was the number one player in the country, and uh, th th there was some uh, national attention, but, but not like this. Um, I, I believe that, that SC will go to the tournament again this year. They've been there the last three years, and I think they're the, the odds-on choice to win the conference this year. So um, I agree with you. They do need to cash in. There's going to be more national attention on SC than maybe ever um, because it's, it's known as a football school for good reason. What percentage chance do you give to Bronny James playing more than one season at USC? Um, I, that, that's hard to peg. I, I think his dad would like him to play just one season. <laughs> uh, I, I suspect that. Um, he will probably get an invite to the NBA com uh, combine after this season, assuming he has at least a reasonable season. And then we'll see from there. But uh, my guess is on his skill alone, he probably is not a one and done. I wonder too, with the PAC 12 media deals and everything going on in the final year for that, uh, what this could mean just for the brand of that conference, uh, having him for one year and 
I mean, I'm going to tune in and watch them play on the West Coast on a late-night tip-off because Bronny James is playing. I know you said he's going to start coming off the bench. This dude needs to start. Uh, if you want the casual fan like me, I want to watch Bronny James on the court. Well, I think he'll get 15, 20 minutes a game, um, maybe even more. Last year's fourth uh, guard off the bench, I think, averaged 22 or 23 minutes, and that's where Bronny's going to be. Um, so, so he's going to be on the court a lot. Uh, and this offense that they're going to run with Collier at the point is really set up to help him score. Uh, his, his best offense is, is an open three, um, and Collier's going to put a lot of pressure on defenses as he drives the ball to the basket and then uh, brings it out to uh, Bronny or one of the other guards. So I think he's going to have a lot of opportunity to, to play well. Rich Rubin uh, has been our guest talking Bronny James to USC. The, the wait is over. We've been, I mean, many thought it would be Ohio State. Many thought it would be uh, uh, Oregon. He, he even admitted was on the final three. Duke, ultimately, how did USC win out? Is it just location and that's it? I think it's location and opportunity. Uh, frankly, I thought uh, for a number of months it would be Ohio State. Same. And I think that, I think that was a LeBron's, LeBron's pick. Okay. Um, but I think as, as time went on, um, it became more and more appealing for him to stay home. And, um, you know, his family is going to be at a lot of the games, I suspect. I don't know about his dad so much, but his mother and, and siblings. And, um, you know, I, I think, again, it, it came down to location and opportunity. Rich Rubin uh, covers USC basketball for On3 Sports. Rich, thank you for the insight, man. And, uh, We'll be certainly checking in with you over the course of the upcoming college hoop season. Okay. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Thanks Rich. There's Rich uh, Rubin there with Shannon and Terry's On3 Sports Network. Some uh, other breaking news here. Uh, Nikola Jokic will be fined $25,000, not suspended, on a, top of the technical. That's a slap on the wrist. That's not It's not steep. much. But I wish they would have gone with what Matt Ishbia said and said, no fine, no suspension. Now, is, he, now is Ishbia fined? That's the next thing. Good question. I've not seen because he also put a hand on a player, yeah, an opposing player, Um, and that could have also been part of the reason why he tweeted what he tweeted. I like Ishbia though. I I think I do too. He's good for the. He's a a former player, loves the sport, lifer as the uh, son's owner. He's not going anywhere, and I like the stance that he took, where he's like, "Hey, we're in the heat of the moment. There, things didn't really get that much out of hand, and no, the league shouldn't want to step in and fine, or or try to, you know." No, I love what he said. Come over the top with it. Uh, meanwhile, Chad, you're exactly right with what you said. We're going to see Bob Huggins fired within the hour uh, based on a radio visit that he just did in Cincinnati. And Bob Huggins, so in this radio interview, he was asked about his rivalry with Xavier when he was at Cincinnati. Um, he had a, a 500 record in his time at Cincinnati against Xavier. And he has been on record as hating Xavier and their fans. Uh, made some very insensitive remarks, referred to Xavier as a bunch of Catholic homophobic slur after that. Not once, but twice. Bob Huggins did this. Bob Huggins, as of 25 seconds ago, has released this statement through West Virginia. This is West Virginia basketball tweeting this statement out. Earlier today on a Cincinnati radio program, I was asked about the rivalry between my former employer, the University of Cincinnati and its crosstown rival, Xavier University, during the conversation. 
I used a completely insensitive and abhorrent phrase that there is simply no excuse for, and I won't try to make one here. I deeply apologize to the individuals I have offended, as well as to the Xavier University community. The University of Cincinnati and West Virginia University, as I have shared with my players over my 40 years of coaching, there are consequences for our words and actions, and I will fully accept any coming my way. I am ashamed and embarrassed and heartbroken for those I have hurt. I must do better, and I will. That from Bob, Hug- Bob Huggins. The fact that West Virginia is posting this makes me believe there's hope for him to keep his job. I, I don't see how that's possible based on what I, we listen to. I don't We're going to try to play this audio momentarily. I don't think that they would have – I don't think West Virginia would have allowed them to post his statement without at least considering that they're going to suspend him or do something besides firing him. I said from the beginning, I think he's going to be fired by tomorrow at the latest, probably by the end of, end of the day, so, based on him saying that comment not once but twice in a radio interview. Yeah, and so he – This th- is not some hidden footage of him in the locker room using that word, right, that gets released. This is him on radio in Cincinnati using that phrase twice. And it's on a morning radio show. It's with the Bill Cunningham show on 700 WLW. And, yeah, he's, he's there talking about Xavier fans. And, I mean, this, so if it happened on and the morning drive time radio and it happened this morning, they've had several hours here to allow him to come up with a statement. Yeah. It didn't happen 30 minutes ago. Crazy that it's just now getting out. You know, it took this many hours for people to start to piece it together. Um, and Colin's working on, I, I believe, editing some of this audio because it's that outrageous. Um, yeah, you, you, you allow him to release the statement, but, I mean, Chad, think about the, the world we're in right now. He's not keeping his job at West Virginia. I wouldn't think so. And I think this is beyond just the world we live in. I, I think this is one that probably well, is, would have cost someone their job 10, 15 years ago had well, they done this on a broadcast. But I also said, 10, I would say 10 or 15 years ago, if a university released a statement from a coach, I'd say he's keeping his job. Today, I can't definitively say that. Release the statement because they're being inundated with requests for a statement from the university. I, I want to know what we're the next step with this on what the university says publicly they're going to release a coach's statement publicly where is the statement from the university on this if it's coming through the university's account yeah no there's um now this is happening in real time on social yeah, we're media. trying to get as much info as we can while hosting the show so we'll do the best that we can to sift through all this but I think the fact that West Virginia is posting this this quote, I, I believe there's a chance he keeps his job. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm shocked that they are even allowing that to go through them without just announcing his firing or that he's been suspended indefinitely upon a further review of what they're going to do next. That they're allowing to post through West Virginia basketball his statement. It's crazy to me. So Huggins was asked by Cunningham, the host, if he poached any Xavier guys to come play for West Virginia, to which the coach replied, Catholics don't do that. Huggins then talked about Xavier fans in an exchange with the show's host about an incident at the Crosstown shootout where they engaged in a conversation that 
is now, you know, audible through 700 WLW and the Bill Cunningham show. Um, and it came through. It, it's just, it's weird how this all got out. So it's through awful announcing that I'm reading. The incident was first brought to awful announcing's attention by a meteorologist. That's how they were tipped off that this happened on the radio this morning. And so here is exactly what was said. Uh, and Colin's done a great job editing the audio. Here's Bob Huggins on WLW 700 WOW with the Bill Cunningham show this morning. Have you, have you posted any savior guys to come to oh, play for West Virginia? Catholics don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're above the fracas, aren't we? No problem. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, you, you, I tell you what, any, any school that can throw rubber penises on the floor and then say they didn't do it, by God, they can get away with anything. <laughs> Wow. I, 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 rubber penis. Was this I like think that was it's a crosstown shootout, wasn't it? It was transgender night, wasn't it? What? Was that it? It was a, it was a crosstown shootout. Yeah, no, what it was was all those those, those Catholic. <laughs> all right. They, they were they were envious they didn't have one. <laughs> I mean, you can even tell that the hosts are thinking like, what, did he just say what we thought he said? Yeah, I couldn't tell if that was a nervous laugh or an actual laugh from the host. I think it was kind of a nervous laugh. Yeah, after I that. think it's the first one, a nervous laugh. The second one, at the very end of the audio there, could have been uh, doubled down on the laugh itself. But, yeah, I don't know how you just release a statement from the head coach and everything just goes away now. The host didn't help him. Let me say that. Not, as, well, not that it's their job to help the, him, but they didn't help him or themselves well, in how they conducted but let, themselves during the interview by... By following up when he talked about, you know, rubber penises and then saying, was it transgender night? Probably didn't help themselves with that question or Bob Huggins with his response. Certainly didn't help Bob Huggins with how he responded to it and then how he doubled down on it. So, well, Cra crazy day. And again, I've long, the host don't I've have long to help been him. a fan of Bob Huggins' coaching style and his teams and the way they play, but... I don't believe Dan Dockage has already retweeted me saying he doesn't think he's going to get fired. Um, okay. I, I think he's going to get fired, but I think less of that now that the university released his statement, that the basketball program tweeted it, not him. That surprises me. That, that makes me believe maybe he does keep his job. Throughout his career, 934 wins. Eighth, he's a Hall of Famer. Eighth most all time, two Final Fours. Um, from Cincinnati up until what, 2005, 2006, he was there. The 2007 was, he's been at Kansas it's State. It's crazy how long he's been at West Virginia. He's been there since 07. So it was just, Kansas State was only there for two or three years then. Then he went to West Virginia, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And now, and, you know, he's one of the staples of college basketball. And well, he's he is on one of the guys. He's a AM radio in Cincinnati saying this. Uh, crazy. Coming up, Chad, we've got uh, a further reaction to this. We will also uh, dive into uh, the other news from the weekend. Jim Ursay's claiming tampering on behalf of the Washington Commanders. F1 and the money that I've learned that they're putting in on a weekly basis compared to NASCAR's annual basis blew my mind. And Chad gets to react to the Alabama baseball coach and the insider information and... The former high school coach who's and, at Great American and Ballpark placing the bet. Iowa, Iowa's, now Iowa State, Iowa's, as of as of 30 seconds ago. 15 student athletes under investigation 
for online so, gambling at Iowa State as well. No, we'll pick up there because earlier in the show, the Iowa Gaming Commission pulled Iowa baseball off the board. They're investigating what happened over the weekend against Ohio State for college baseball. Now, Iowa State seems to be also involved. And these are players, and it's on from the jump, the report is it's players involved. This details next on Hot Mike. Outkick Network, this is Hot Mike. Hutton and Withrow with you. Sixth and Peabody, our location with Yeehaw Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine. Bob Huggins just addressed the radio interview that he joined in Cincinnati on 700 WLW earlier today, where he uses a homophobic slur, among other things, Chad. And he apologized to the... Uh, Xavier fan base, which he's referring to in his answer, Cincinnati, uh, West Virginia, and other communities. But he also says he will accept any penalty that's headed his way based on comments made this morning on radio. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the shortened version of the apology. Um, but he says, I used a completely insensitive and abhorrent phrase that there is simply no excuse for, and I won't try to make one here. I deeply apologize to the individuals I have offended, as well as to the Xavier University community, the University of Cincinnati, and West Virginia University. As I have shared with my players over my 40 years of coaching, there are consequences for our words and actions, and I will fully accept any coming my way. I am ashamed and embarrassed and heartbroken for those I have hurt. I must do better and will. That from Bob Huggins, College Basketball Hall of Famer, and as he said, coach for over 40 years. Will his coaching tenure continue? Initially, I thought there's no way. Now that I, I see West Virginia releasing that statement, well, no, no. maybe This maybe is his will. statement, though. They haven't, they haven't released a statement at all. I, I know what you're saying. No, they, but it's West Virginia basketball that put, put it out there. That's what I'm saying. They put it in their font with West Virginia at the bottom, in his words, which surprised me. Yeah, I mean, we've, but officially we have yet no, to West hear Virginia from the university not commented. Or, or even Xavier for that matter. Yeah, I'm saying the fact that West Virginia basketball is the one tweeting that out and putting it in that format and yeah. font, that surprises me. Uh, more on this if things develop on social media because we've read the statement and that we've played the audio and that's literally all that's available right now uh, based on how that's been covered so far. And, and I mean, I don't know how this doesn't get out earlier unless the hosts, and I, I mean, I'm just throwing spitballing ideas here, unless the hosts are like, well, don't post that online, you know, from 700 WLW. But I mean, it's so, a meteorologist leaked this to awful announcing. That's how it got out. We have um, worked in local sports talk radio in the past. That audio does not make those hosts look good at all. My guess is the station said, do not share this with anyone. And somehow yeah. this meteorologist got a hold of the audio, and that's how it's out there. Listening on an app or something. Yeah, we've been around situations where sure. audio has been buried forever. 
because of something because controversial Chris happening. Chris Vernon was such a good stand-up comedian. Yes. Or something controversial, even if it's not controversial. Right, correct. If it's controversial in the eyes of one person at a company, then they will take that audio down and it will be forever lost if not for this meteorologist. That it gets out in the afternoon on the morning show when it happened. Chad, um, Red Corner MMA covers UFC and others. How about this? Police in Dagestan have arrested Hezbollah. I was hoping we could get to this story. This is big-time breaking news. They've, uh, they've arrested Hezbollah and some of his friends for violating traffic laws. If you're familiar with Hezbollah, he looks like he's five years old. He's actually 20, and he's a social media sensation. Uh, the, the influencer age is upon us with Hezbollah. According to Dagestan's internal affairs, Hezbollah and others drove out into the street and were interfering with other drivers. The entourage was taken into custody and charged with administrative violations. According to them, they were celebrating their friend's wedding. <laughs> that uh, from Dagestan authorities. Uh, Red Corner MMA with the report. I love that the excuse could always just be, we're celebrating a friend's wedding. So all traffic laws are out the window. They do not... Uh, uh, they do not pertain to us as we were celebrating our friend's wedding. So we can do whatever we want. comments are amazing. Baby safety is a must is one of them. (laughs) (laughs) I love this dude. Hezbollah is one of the best social media sensations of all time. And I can't get enough Hezbollah content. So he went viral whenever it was uh, Hezbollah and Abdi Rozik who went face-to-face. And you're like, who are these two five-year-olds that are fighting over, you know, in uh, Dagestan? Uh, And... Come to find out, they have a rare condition where they're stuck in the body of a five-year-old, but they're, at right. the time, 18 or 19 years old. And he wanted to meet with Dana White. Dana White uh, met with him on a flight over to Fight Island during COVID, and the rest is history. He's blown up beyond anything. Like I, there, You know what I said at the Super Bowl Radio Row? I'm like, if, if Hasbulla walks down Radio Row, we're getting him on outkick, period. No ifs, ands, or buts. And, of course, he didn't show, but he, he was uh, recently just flown in to the States for his first tour of uh, UFC. He only looks like a baby. He thinks like a full-grown man. That, that's the thing with Hasbulla. when you hear him in any interview. And he loves cars. And the things so, that he'll say. Yes. He loves cars and uh, He loves the thrills. finer things in life. Yes. Um, my guess is this is nothing more than showing that they're flexing a little muscle on poor Hezbollah. Can a man I, not drive the car anymore? I once had an incident with police. Celebrate a friend's wedding. Can we not do that anymore? I once had an incident with police. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but in a Panama City Beach <laughs> oh, wow. condo circa oh, my. 2001, maybe, <laughs> right out of high days school. Days in with the drain in the floor? Not days in. It was an actual condo, I think. And their uh, cops were called to a condo that I was in, and one of my buddies looked at the cops and said, Sir, we're all honor students here. Why are you harassing us? It did not go well for my buddy, who was escorted off the premises, and they put pictures of him all over the condo complex. It actually did work out well for him, because I think he went and stayed with the girls that were on the trip in another condo somewhere the rest of the, the weekend. So didn't go well for him. But I say that because when your response or excuse for something is, we were celebrating, so all laws go out the window, typically doesn't go well. Didn't go well for Hasbulla. Did not go well for my buddy either. Uh, did go well. Uh, go I'm ahead. still trying to wrap my head around the whole Bob Huggins thing, and I believe I heard this 
But didn't the two hosts say, isn't Bob Huggins the best after he said that? At the end? Like, right after he said that. Well, they the, laughed and said, isn't Bob Huggins the best? Um, not on the part we played, I don't believe. I, it, was, it was in the full audio, which will be at Outkick.com. Well, these, these hosts are probably going to have suspended because of something one of their guests said, just because of how they responded to it. It yeah. would be my guess. Which may explain the slow... You know, the, Again, the I, I totally understand why the well, why I would bring this the up. radio station would want to bury that audio. Yeah, and why a meteorologist listening would leak it, right? At least, again, that's how I read into it right now. Because if it happened on morning drive, it's something that comes out before we go live at 3 o'clock Eastern in the afternoon in the social media age. Uh, not going well for Mackay Becton, who says, hey, I'm a left tackle. He deletes the tweet. Uh, but Robert Sala... The New York Jets head coach says, uh, oh, you are, uh, then win the job. Good luck competing for that. How about earning it? Yeah. Earn left tackle. Earn left tackle. And, I mean, I, I like the fact that Mekhi Becton is actually being mentioned as, you know, someone who's got a little fire now. Funny how bringing Aaron Rodgers and all of a sudden everyone wants to play and start and live up to uh, where they were drafted. I mean, he is a guy who has been a bust because he's been fat. Mm -hmm. He's been injured. And he hasn't been able to play. So I don't want to hear from you about what position you think you are. Robert Sala's response is terrific and exactly what it should be. Go show me. Go earn it. They invested a first-round draft pick in this guy, and he hasn't been available because he's been injured and out of shape. So if you are, in fact, a left tackle, we'd love to see that. We'd love to see our investment pay off. I love Robert Sala. I love this Jets team right now with Aaron Rodgers, and I like what he had to say to Mekhi Becton which is the appropriate thing to say to a guy who's done nothing. Chad, the Iowa Sports Betting Commission, they have removed Iowa baseball from any of the sports books that you can place uh, money on in the state of Iowa. And now Iowa State as well. They're both involved in this so, player-wise. i got to find the tweet. But Iowa State has – they're looking in – here it is. This is a statement from Iowa State Athletics. Iowa State and its Department of Intercollegiate Athletics is aware of online sports wagering allegations involving approximately 15 of our active student athletes from the sports of football, wrestling, and track and field. This is in violation of NCAA rules. The university has notified the NCAA and will take the appropriate actions to resolve these issues. This is the tip of the iceberg. We're starting to see some of this now trickle down. So Iowa looking into Iowa baseball – also has info on Iowa State current student-athletes betting on sports, mm -hmm. which is a problem with the NCAA. Chad, this is not going away anytime soon. This is only being flagged and noticed because it's college baseball. Because they cap normally, not every sports book, normally you're capped at $500. That's kind of the average on what you can bet on a college baseball game. When you go to a, a window, you pay cash, you can bet more. Well, think about the, the, mil, the billions that's bet on college football. What does it take to actually get flagged for betting on college football or the NFL? Or any major league sport, for that matter. A lot. Right? It took the NBA two years to figure out that their own referee was fixing games. Yeah, you'd have to win a ton of money. But college baseball, you can track this down if you're an idiot. And you don't have a burner phone like Brad Bohannon in Alabama. Or you have irregular results, and you've got all these players involved. And again, we, these are all just reports that we're filing through, but the, the, the commission there is, has removed them 
uh, where they're ineligible to be bet on. Um, this is for those that think these are just like on the periphery of oh everything's on the up and up. No. This is just easy. This is a softball toss. Quickly, West Virginia has spoken. They're saying that Bob Huggins is under review by the university currently. He's gone. Yeah. We release your statement, our statement, same to font. be determined. Released in the same font. Back at it tomorrow, same time, 3 o'clock Eastern, right here across the Outkick Network. <laughs>